guys, welcome back to your Good Life Now podcast. I am your host, Frankie Martinez, and I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast, and I pray it inspires and empowers you. This podcast is your good life now, and I believe the best way to live your good life is that faith in God and faith in yourself. It's like a two-winged bird that keeps you balanced, keeps you powerful and strong. So today we are going to talk about faith in God pretty strong. We're going to go deep because we're going to talk about prayer. I've actually entitled this episode, Why Pray? Why pray? Now, if you are a Christian, you know about prayer. If you're not a Christian, you know about prayer. It's like, help. (laughs) God, help me. So it's something that we all know about prayer. Prayer is something, it's basically talking to God, asking God for things. And the funny thing about prayer is when you pray and God answers, man, it's amazing, right? It empowers your prayers. You tell so many people about it. It makes you want to pray more. And it just shows you that prayer works. Prayer does change things. But the funny thing is, is when you pray and your prayers don't get answered, especially for a while, that's when it can get a little discouraging. And if you pray and you're not seeing the results that maybe you're praying for, or it's just taking a lot longer than you were hoping for, that's when we can get discouraged. We can say, why bother? And we just decide to not pray as much or anymore. So today I pray that this episode will empower you to pray. Empower you to pray because prayer is powerful. It does change things. And we're going to talk about three reasons why we've got to increase our prayer. Three reasons why you've got to pray, okay? And because we, you know, we all want to see God move in our lives, in our nation, in our world, but not many people want to pray the price. Not pay the price, but pray the price. We're going to find out in this episode that there is a, a price of prayer that we got to see in order for God to move and see the results that we want to see in our life and in our world. And, you know, God really put this on my heart because, you know, as you look around in our world today, in August of 2021, man, I am telling you, there is so much craziness going on in our world. There is just too many things happening all at the same time. God really put in my heart to talk and share about the power of prayer because prayer is the number one thing I believe can change our country, our world, our life, our family, everything you need. Prayer is what changes, can change it. You know, I love that verse in the Bible in 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. God says, if my people who are called by my name, would humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then you will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. Man, if there's ever a time that we need God to bring healing on our land, I'm talking about physical healing to get rid of this virus stuff. I'm talking about healing in our spirit, healing mentally, healing in our families. If there is ever a time that we needed healing, it is today. It is today that we need healing, and God gives us the blueprint on how to see a move of God and how to let healing come to us. What is that blueprint? What does God say? He says, if my people, I love how he says my people. He's holding 
Christians, those who know God to account, he's saying, if my people, he doesn't need the other people who don't believe in him to pray. It's not their job. It's not their duty. But he says, you who know God, you who have a relationship with God, it's your duty. It's your responsibility. You have the power because you know God. He says, if my people would humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will move and I will heal the land. So it's up to us. It's up to you listening to this podcast. It's up to me. It's up to us to come together to pray and allow God to move in our world, in our life. It's up to us to do it, not anybody else, not the world, not people who don't even know God. It's up to you and me. We know God. It's If we would do it, then God will heal the whole land. So it's up to us to do it. So I am more empowered to pray for our nation, our world, my family, your family more than ever before. So I'm going to talk about three powerful things that will just empower your prayers, reasons why you've got to increase your prayer. So the first one is this. I remember this story that my pastor shared about a couple years ago, so I may get all the details. They may not be all clear, but the the power of this story just impacted me so, so much. And, And God really spoke to me personally while I was hearing my pastor Shether's story, she was sharing a story of her sister who had kind of veered away from God, wasn't living for God at the time. And she actually went over to Colombia and by herself and was doing whatever. <laughs> and she was driving down this road through the jungles of Colombia. And as she was driving down the road, her car broke down. And as her car broke down, She was walking to find a place where she can get some help. She was hitchhiking. Somebody gave her a ride. And as she was driving, this person that was giving her a ride looked at her and said, Do you realize that I can do anything I want to you and nobody would hear you scream for help? At that moment, she jumped out of the car and started running. And... As she was running, she there was a a, a, a truck. Well, I, I got to stop. I got to stop there because she was in a different time zone as her parents. But at the very moment she was in trouble and jumped out of the car, her parents woke up. Both of them woke up at midnight. God woke both of them up at midnight. And they immediately felt that they needed to pray for their daughter that had left. And so they both are wondering why did God wake them up to pray at midnight, but they both start praying intensely for their daughter. And as she jumps out of the car, her parents are awake, but they're praying. And she goes into the street looking for help, screaming for help. A big truck pulls up with a truck driver who actually happens to speak English and like her, and she she jumps into the truck And the guy was a great guy who ends up helping her and bringing her to safety. Now, the funny thing about this story that really stood out to me is as she told this story to her parents, as they talked, they realized that the exact moment that she was in trouble, God woke her parents up at that very hour, midnight on their time, and they started praying for her. Now, as my pastor shared this story, what question was rising up inside of me was God you know, obviously God took care of her, the the daughter, right? 
But why did God have to wake up her parents to pray? Why did God have to wake them up on the other side of the world at midnight to get both of them to start praying if he wanted to protect this daughter? Why couldn't God just do it? Why why did they have to wake up? And so that question began to stir in me and it, and it made me realize how much power we have on the earth. That When Jesus spoke to us in the Bible and said, I give you the keys in the kingdom of heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loose. Whatever you bind will be bound. And so Jesus told us that we have such great authority on the earth. And so for me, when I hear this story, of course, God wanted to rescue this daughter of these God-fearing parents. But why did God have to wake them up? And it shows us our number one reason why we've got to increase our prayer. Because we have authority on the earth and it's our prayer That gives God the right. It's like as if our prayer creates a channel on the earth so that God has the right to move. It's as if we have legal authority on the earth filled with God. And when we say, God, thy kingdom come, do you realize Jesus told us to say that? He says, literally say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Why did Jesus say that? Because we have authority on the earth. So we have to say that because we are his and God has given us authority the keys to release heaven on earth. So because we have that authority, because we have the keys to release heaven on earth, it's up to us to do it. So Jesus said, you've got to say thy kingdom come. So much to the point that when their daughter was in trouble, that God had to awaken the parents, pray now, say thy kingdom come, give me the right, I wanna help your daughter, but I need you to move, I need you to pray and and create this channel. Give me the legal right to intervene, to step into her life, to save her, to rescue her. And what a powerful story that is, is that when they began to pray, God moved and brought a truck driver who was a good guy to save her, to rescue her, to drive her to safety, to protect her from this other guy. I think that's a powerful story. And it shows the awesome power that God Our prayer gives God the right to move. If you need God to move in your life, you need to pray to allow God to move in your life. You need to open your mouth and say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven over my life. You need to say that because you are giving God the right to move. You are allowing him. You are using your own authority to release God's power in your life. Another story that kind of emphasizes it and leads us into the second reason why we really need to pray is the story of Elijah. Elijah was a great prophet in the Old Testament. God told him to speak that there would be no rain over the land. And then God gives him another word at a later time to tell the, the, the ruler of the land, that God is going to send rain. Go get ready, that rain is coming back. And so God tells Elijah, go tell the king that rain is coming. Elijah goes over there and tells the king rain is coming. Now, the crazy thing about this story, okay, just imagine, here's a prophet. He gets a word from God saying, go tell the king that rain is coming. So he does it. He tells the king rain is coming. And what does Elijah do next? If you read the story, what Elijah does next is he goes up on top of a mountain and he starts to pray. The Bible says he literally put his head between his knees and started to pray. Again, the question is this, 
Why did he need to pray? God already spoke the word. God already said, I am going to send rain. Go tell the king I'm going to send rain. If God told Elijah he's going to send rain, why is Elijah praying? I'm telling you, it reemphasizes the story of my pastor's sister. It's as if even though God said he's sending the rain, God needs somebody on the earth a prophet like Elijah, to say, God, send the rain. And he starts praying and interceding and asking God to send rain. So he sends a servant, go out to the edge, look to the sky and tell me when you see a cloud. He sends a servant out, servant comes back, I didn't see anything. Elijah keeps praying and says, go check again. The servant goes out again and comes back and says, I didn't see anything. Guess what? Elijah says, go check again. He does this seven times. And on the seventh time, The servant comes back and says, I see a small cloud. It's about the size of a man's hand. And at that moment, Elijah stops praying, gets up and says, we better run because the storm is coming. And sure enough, the storm came and rain fell. Powerful story, right? The question again is God told Elijah he was sending rain. Why was Elijah praying? Why didn't he just go get ready for the rain? Because God needs our prayers to move on the earth. You need to pray. I need to pray. You need to pray for your family. You need to pray for your business. You need to pray for your finances. You need to pray for your relationships. You need to pray for your church. You need to pray for your nation. You need to pray for this world. You've got the power to pray. If you know God, God has given you authority to pray. And just because even God says, speaks a word over your life, just like he spoke a word to Elijah, you still got to pray it through. You still got to get up there and start praying until you see that breakthrough, the small cloud, the size of a man's hand. That was enough breakthrough for Elijah to know we broke through. What I saw in the spirit is now appearing in the, in the earth, in the natural. My job is done. And so it's so powerful to know that our prayer gives God the right to move. The second thing is, in this same story, our prayer gives birth to things. If you look at the Bible story with Elijah praying, the Bible says that he put his head between his knees and began to pray. Biblical scholars say that's the exact position that a woman gives birth in in those days. So it's very interesting that he got in position to give birth. The second reason we need to pray is because prayer gives birth to things. Prayer gives birth to things. It's not enough to hear a word from God. It's not enough to know what God wants to do, what God can do. We all know that God can do great things. We all know God can do miracles, but we need to pray. We need to birth God's desires on the earth through our own prayers. And everybody knows in order to give birth, you got to push in order for the, the baby to come forth. And so in the same way it happens in prayer, when we are praying, we've got to push in prayer to give birth. That's why he prayed seven times and didn't quit. What if he would have quit on the sixth time? He said, man, maybe I missed it. Maybe God isn't going to answer this prayer. Maybe God's not going to send the rain. Maybe I, I made a mistake. He did not quit. He prayed again and again and again in this just leads us to our third and final reason why we've got to increase our prayer is that number three, prayer requires persistence. And we see it here as Elijah persevered. 
Not one time, not two times, not even six times, but seven times number of completion until it was completely broken through. We have got to pray until completion. We got to pray until we see that breakthrough coming. Another story in the Bible, Daniel, he was praying and fasting for God to move. For 21 days, Daniel fasted and prayed and nothing happened. But after those 21 days, when he was done, the Bible says in Daniel chapter 10, verse 12, that an angel came to him. It says, then the angel said to me, don't be afraid, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard. I have come because of your words. So he says, Daniel, don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. From the first day you set yourself to pray, the first day you prayed and called out to me, humbled yourself, your words were heard. I came because of your prayer, even though it's been over 21 days. But listen to the next verse, verse 13. The angel says, I came because of your words. However, the prince of the kingdom of Persia resisted me for 21 days. But behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, Michael, the warrior angel, the archangel, who he came to help me because I had been detained there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future days. Very interesting story here that Daniel is fasting and praying. Nothing happens. And then when the angel does come, he says, man, Daniel, don't be discouraged. The very first day you prayed, God heard you and sent me and I, the angel, came to you. But there was a demonic spirit that held me for 21 days until reinforcements came. Uh, Michael, the, the archangel, came and began to war against this demonic spirit. And then now I've been released to come and bring you your breakthrough. Man, what is this? This sounds like a cartoon. It sounds like a fairy tale. Know what this is, my friends? It is spiritual warfare. I'm telling you, there is an unseen world that we cannot see. Unfortunately, it's not just you and me here, uh, but it's a good thing because that means God is here. There are angels surrounding us, but there are also demonic forces. The Bible tells us that we are in a spiritual battle, that we are warring against spiritual forces that we cannot see. So just because you have prayed and God has not maybe answered your prayer yet, do not get discouraged. Do not let it hold you back. Because as in this story, what if there are demonic forces trying to hold back your prayer? How did Daniel break through? He kept pressing through. He did not quit. He was persistent. We got to be persistent in our prayer. Let's not let the enemy steal our blessing, steal what God has for you. If you can be persistent, we can break through, press through anything that's holding back the move of God. I'm telling you, this is a wake-up call to all of us who know God that it is time for us to pray like never before. What do you need in your life? Where does God need to move in your life? Where does God need to move in your family? Now think about your nation. Where does God need to move in your nation? Where does God need to move in this world? I'm telling you, it's not going to take but a half a second for us to see so many places that we need God to move. We need God to heal our land. We need God to bring revival and restoration. And the only way it's going to happen is if 
God's people would begin to pray like never before. And why should you pray? Be encouraged to pray because of these three things. Why? Number one, prayer gives God the legal right to move in your life. Allow God to move. God wants to move, but he needs you. Just like he woke up those parents, he needs you to wake up and start praying. And and even though, like with Elijah, God spoke a word, he needs you to still pray the word that God spoke. Then you need to get in that birthing position. Why? Because you got to pray and push in prayer to give birth to what God wants to do on this earth. And then, of course, we need to be like Elijah and Daniel and be persistent. Be persistent in our prayer because it's as if our prayers are allowing reinforcements to come. It's as if our prayers are just gaining like a, I see like an energy level, like, you know, in the video games when you get a health level. Well, when your health is low, you're weak. But when your health gets super strong, then you get your special move. Well, it's as if prayer moves that health meter up. And once it hits full throttle, then you could do your special move. And your special move is bringing that breakthrough on the earth. That special move is the cloud the size of a man's hand appearing over your life, over your family, over what you're praying for. And that's why we need to pray. We are empowered to change our world. Our prayers affect the unseen. Our prayers can change the scene, changes what we see. What I love about this episode, what I love about prayer is this, guys. Know that you are never powerless when you know how to pray. If you know how to pray, you are never powerless. You are never powerless. Do not doubt the power of prayer. Ask, the Bible says, and it will be given to you. Another verse in the Bible says, you have not because you ask not. And I said in an episode a couple uh, weeks back, it says you ask not because you believe not. If Once we lose our faith, and a lot of times the enemy uses our unanswered prayer to discourage us and sap our faith so we don't want to pray anymore. Once we start losing our faith in prayer, we stop doing it and then we stop asking and now you have not because you ask not. Instead, let's switch it up. Don't lose your faith in prayer. Don't doubt the power of prayer. Let faith rise up in the power of prayer. Renew your faith in prayer. Believe that prayer can change and move in your life and change your world and do things. And the powerful thing is you are never powerless. Regardless of where you're at, you can always pray. You don't need anything in your hands. You could always pray. Regardless of you're driving, you're in the shower, you're walking, no matter where you're at, you are never powerless when you know how to pray. So I want to encourage you. I hope this episode stirred something up in your spirit. I hope it empowered you and renewed your faith in prayer because it's time for us to pray and allow God to change our life, to change our family, to change this nation, to change our world. We need God to move in our world right now. We need things to get back, not even maybe back to normal. We need things to get even better. We need things to get way better. We need God to move. I believe we're going about to see a great move of God, but it's going to start with our prayers. So I hope this episode encouraged you. I know I went deep on the God end, and that's okay because that's what we need. We need to pray right now, and I know that if you would start to pray, you will see God move in your life. So I hope this encourages you. I hope it empowers you to pray, and if it does, 
I hope you can share with me your prayer testimonies. Share with me your good reports, good news of how you prayed and God moved and God answered. How this episode encouraged you to keep praying and you did and God answered your prayer and things are better. Now you've seen your breakthrough. If you know someone who is really in a need, send them this episode. Why? Because you need them to get the power to pray for themselves. They need to pray. So if you know someone that's really going through a hard time or is you know, facing the battles, or maybe they gave up their faith in prayer, send them this episode. Let them hear these stories of the power of prayer and realizing that it is not always God that is just delaying their answer. Sometimes God is waiting on somebody to pray and persevere and push in prayer and give birth to everything that God wants to do in their life. So I hope this encouraged you guys. I Again, I appreciate you listening to this podcast. It's such a pleasure to speak into your life. Love you guys, and make sure you say hi anywhere you find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And as always, my friends, cheers to your good life.